Welcome to the podcast. Today I'd like to explore uh, cattle mutilations a little bit. I was online looking around searching and I found an awesome article written by Christopher O'Brien uh, on a website called ourstrangeplanet.com and the article is written uh, September 13th, 2017. This guy does an outstanding job writing about uh, the first cattle mutilation that started off this uh, epidemic of cattle mutilations from uh, 1967 until uh, the late 80s and even some continuing today. Uh, fascinating article. I mean, you got to read this thing. He goes through and really uh, does some investigative work and treats the topic seriously and uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, inject his own opinion. He just gets in there and really gets to the facts. Well, so here's how it works. Uh, this this case happened out in the San, uh, San Luis Valley in Colorado at a place called the King Ranch. Now, the King Ranch was established back in the 1870s by some Mormon pioneers, the King family. And uh looks like there were still a couple thousand acres in the ranch back in 67 when this happened. And the King family, a descendant still lived there. And... Uh, at the time, there was uh, it was uh, maybe the great granddaughter, but anyway, she was a grandma, and she lived at the ranch with her two sons and her daughter Ellie, and uh, Ellie's husband. And uh, the story really centers around Ellie and her husband. He's a guy from Iowa. They uh, had some horses there, and one of the horses uh, ended up uh, being mutilated. So, uh, actually, the first cattle mutilation was a horse. Now. The horse's name was not Skippy, as reported widely by the newspapers, but Lady. Uh, Skippy was the mother of this particular horse. <laughs> so on with the story. As it turns out, just before the horse mutilation, there had been a number of UFO report, reported uh, in the area. This is apparently kind of a hot spot for UFOs. And the um, grandmother had actually been in the kitchen of the homestead there, and had looked at the window, she reported, and saw a large silver disc flying low uh, out in front of the house. And so low, in fact, that it came cruising over the corral where the horses were at and knocked off uh, a chunk of one of the fence posts. Now, I mean, even a corral where you would have, you know, maybe you might have fairly tall fence posts. I mean, that's got to be pretty low, like, what, 10 feet or something. And this giant ship flies over the house, knocks this chunk of uh, wooden fence post off, and goes on. Now, to me, that's kind of a big deal. But when you go back and read a lot of the accounts on this uh, particular horse mutilation, which happened on September 3rd, 1967, I believe, it's hardly mentioned. It, they just say, well, there were reports of UFO in the area. It, it, as, if, uh, as if it didn't happen at all. So anyway, as it turns out, uh, the horse had been gone out to pasture for like three days. This is a really dry area south of like the National Sand Dunes Park. So now his husband decides to go out looking for the horse because, you know, they, they, they know that it should be, should have come back with the rest of the herd. So this is out, you know, in range country. So they go out um, to find the horse and they did find the horse, but the horse is dead. And it was a very, very strange circumstances. So they... They're able to see the tracks of the horse, and there's a little bit of dispute here whether the horse had been running in circles or whether it was at a dead run. But either way, the horse's body was found between uh, 20 and 100 feet from its last set of tracks. So it, it appeared as if the horse had been lifted up and then moved, 
and then laid back down. And the second thing that was very strange about this horse, uh, the, the appearance of the corpse, uh, and you can look at the original pictures in this article. Some of the articles out there have pictures, and it's obviously not the same horse. But they did take pictures, and as, and as uh, Nilla's husband explained, that the horse had basically uh, had all the flesh removed from uh, the neck area all the way up through the head. And he said when they came upon the horse, the body was intact, except uh, basically from the shoulders up, it had been completely defleshed. And the bones looked as though they'd been laying out in the desert for, you know, years. They were completely bleached white. And the, the, the uh, head cavity was empty. The brains had been completely evaporated out somehow. That's weird. That's not how uh, animals that have been dead for three days look. And then as the corpse laid there, because for whatever reason, they didn't move the corpse. They just left it there. And over the course of a few weeks, he said that the uh, bones turned kind of a rosy red color and uh, seemed like the grass around the area died. Well, there's also reports that there was uh, radiation found uh, in the area around the horse. Oh, and did I forget to mention there were large uh, prints as if, as if uh, something heavy had landed around the horse, like a tripod shape. Wow. Well, there's so much that goes on with this case. You really have to do some reading on it to do it justice. I can't do it justice in a 10-minute podcast. But as it turns out, uh, not only did crowds of people show up, but there was a, a famous uh, doctor that got, that got uh, drug in an investigation because he had been doing UFO exploration in the National Park after hours. And in order to avoid being arrested for trespassing, supposedly, they drug him in to investigate this horse. And there was no explanation why the blood was gone in the horse, say. This, this doctor is a, coagulation, a blood coagulation expert, and he couldn't explain what happened to this horse. Uh, Mr. O'Brien, he went back years later and interviewed uh, Nellie's husband, and he interviewed Nellie's nephew. And both of them said, look, these guys were uh, ranchers, farmers, they had, and hunters, and they had butchered plenty of animals. And like the nephew said, he said, he said, I could not understand how they could have uh, sliced the esophagus because the bony tissue around there so cleanly. It was, it was, the, the cut was impossibly clean and the meat of the horses, all the flesh was completely deboned. I mean, there's just no way that, that humanly possible that it could have been done this way out there on the range like that. I mean, and even the doctor that investigated was, was amazed. Now, they, they didn't have laser knives to cut stuff with back then. But at any rate, um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of uh, attention, a lot of immediate attention. And as Mr. O'Brien writes, uh, he has been investigating, well, had been investigating this case for years and years and years. And uh, he says that he went back and tried to get the notes from the uh, local newspaper editor, this gal that had, she apparently had investigated a bunch of these mutilations because this just kicked off an epidemic of them. And he says that her family, uh, they're just stonewalling. They wouldn't do a thing for him. And you have to ask yourself, it's been 50 years. Why, and this gal's passed away, what would they care about sharing her, um, her, her uh, cattle mutilation notes? And if they didn't want to share them, 
uh, why do they still have them? Uh, so there's a lot of things with this case that you see in your UFO cases. There's a completely unexplainable event that happens. You have this poor horse. It's out here in the range, and it's, it's been killed in an inexplicable way. There's just no way that a predator uh, cuts off all the flesh from the animals uh, from the shoulders up and with the laser cut, bleaches those bones out, sucks the brains out of the brain cavity, and leaves this horse. I mean, it's a perfectly normal-looking horse up to the shoulders, and then it's nothing but skeleton. And then the bones change color from white to rose over the next three or four weeks, and the grass begins to die around. It sounds like something that was radiated. I mean, and it, <clears throat> the newspaper accounts of the day and the skeptics that still write about this incident, they forget to point out that, hey, they did find uh, these heavy indented tra uh, prints that looks like something of a tripod shape set down on the ground not far from this horse. What would cause this? This is, you know... It's in a pretty rural area. Yeah, it's like 150, I think, feet or yards from a dirt road that goes back and forth to this national park that was even known back then. But it's not so close that, that you know, you would just expect like this uh, uh, cult members to, to wheel out there and do this to a horse. It wouldn't have been time to, to do to this horse what was done to it. And then a lot of the articles forget about the grandmother, even though she was 87, uh, she did say, hey, I saw the spaceship fly over the corral in front of our house and knock a chunk off the post. And many neighbors had had uh, reported UFO sightings. And it's, it's amazing to me how the same people that reported seeing orbs, spaceships, whatever, are completely ignored. But if you drug those people into a courtroom where somebody was accused of an armed robbery or a murder, their testimony could put someone away for life or, or even result in the death penalty. But if they see a UFO, well, then they're to be ignored. But at any rate, this was a very interesting article. Uh, it kicked off the cattle mutilation epidemic where over 10,000 10, cows have been found uh, mutilated. Not predated, mutilated. And not one single person has ever been convicted of committing this uh, animal torture, you could call it, in the whole time. So since 1967, over 10,000, I think I may have even read somewhere 17,000, but at least 10,000 cattle have been found inexplicably mutilated and not a single conviction. And 90% of the stuff that you read on uh, treats it as if it's uh, wacky, conspiracy theory, whatever. But when you look at the pictures, especially with this picture of this horse and the way that this animal was mutilated, it would have been physically impossible for any humans, even with a toolkit, to go out there and do to this horse what was done to it there and not leave any evidence whatsoever. Anyway, fascinating story. Take a look. Go to the site, ufowarning.com. That's it for today. Over and out.